Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Candy Girl. I'm your host, Shelby. And I'm your co-host, Emily. Uh, <laughs> um, only two of the microphones are working in the radio room right now, so Emily and I are sharing one, so we're throwing it back and forth to each other. Hey, hey, Shelby, what if we kissed while recording into the microphone for a Candy Girl podcast? It is pretty intimate right now. Um, anyways, back to business. We have a special guest today. Ashley, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, I will do so. My name is Ashley. I am a student at the University of Texas, and I recently did have an experience with a sugar daddy, and that was very strange for me. It was my first experience, um, and I'm going to talk about that today with y'all. I'm pretty excited about it. It's it's a good time. I've, I like to make light of silly things that have happened to me, so I think it'll be fun. I'm so excited to hear this story. We've kind of been, we went to dinner all together um, at Raku Sushi. Tuesdays, they do ladies' nights, so if you're a lady and you like sushi. And they put dry ice in their Cosmos on Tuesdays, so it looks so sick. Yeah, so we highly recommend. Um, But yeah, we've heard a little bit about Ashley's story, so I guess we'll just jump right into it. The unique thing about your sugar daddy is that you found him on Tinder, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this past summer I took a a summer class and I met a couple girls and we were just like studying together and like I've I had never really like even thought about having a sugar daddy or anything like that. I'd never really heard of anyone like talk about it or talk about their experience with one except for one person I worked with at a part-time job who like kind of used secret arrangements I think um is that the website seeking arrangements? Oh, yeah, yeah. Se- seeking arrangements um and so I was studying with this group of two other girls and one of them just kind of like randomly started talking about her sugar daddy and I was kind of like taken aback um and I was like whoa wait please explain um and she kind of went into it and was like oh it's super easy like yeah my sugar daddy's paying for my tuition this semester and like that was instantly something I was very interested in because summer classes at UT are crazy expensive and I was dealing with that um and paying everything myself so that sounded very enticing um and so we kind of ditched our studies for the rest of the day and we all downloaded tinder and like basically all you have to do really is change your age range from like 30 to however old you want you're willing to go you're willing to go pretty much so I mean I think I started around 27 to like 60 just for the fun of it really um and then like we all just started swiping and it was like really funny and like we were just asking her so many questions me and my friend who had never really experienced anything like that we're like so like what do you guys do together like how do you talk to him like is it weird is it uncomfortable it was so interesting to me um and so I didn't really think much of it I didn't think much would come of it I was kind of doing it just as a funny thing um just to laugh at really like kind of how you just go on tinder to make fun of people sometimes or like Mm -hmm. see people you know from high school that kind of thing and eventually I mean some people I swiped right on them just to see what they would say this girl was kind of telling me what to say to them kind of just be upfront, like hey I'm not trying to talk to you for real like this is what I'm interested in so let me know if that's something you you would be down for um and so I said that and a couple people were very taken aback and like how why the why the f would you like ask me that you can swear on this okay, podcast okay, good, good. <laughs> like why the fuck would you even ask me that like this one guy was like a dom and he was very offended that i was like i'm a sugar baby 
I don't know, he was just being really disrespectful and rude. And like that kind of made me not really into it for the rest of the day. And then like I came back and checked a couple days later and like this one guy had like responded to my my message where I was like, this is what I want. Like this is what I'm looking for. Um, And he was like, okay. (laughs) And that was like so shocking to me. And so obviously I was skeptical at first. Um, I'm kind of nervous, but I basically gave him my number. We started texting. And I was very like heavily relying on this girl who was basically giving me all the tips. We set up a meeting. I was so nervous. And I told a bunch of my friends where I was going. And like one of them even, it was like the Starbucks on 24th. And I was like, I'm going to be here at this time. Please, if I don't text you within like 40 minutes, call the police. <laughs> I was very scared but uh, and very nervous. Um, but like after the meeting, like he was pretty chill, like very calm. Uh, yeah, it wasn't very terrifying at all, but I just felt it was, like, nerve-wracking because you kind of have to put on this persona of, like, especially I, I like, lied to him and told him I had been doing this for a while because that's what she recommended. She was like, don't act like this is the first time you're doing this because they're going to see right through it. So I kind of, like, made this fake story about how, yeah, I've done this before a couple times and, like, made up a couple of fake reasons why the past people didn't work out. Um... And yeah, that's kind of how that worked out. And then after that, I mean, I came in with like a set budget that I wanted or allowance that I wanted. um, And we kind of like talked about that at our first meeting and what we both wanted out of the relationship. Um, And then, yeah, we just started seeing each other after that. And it was very interesting uh, the way that the relationship like carried out over time it was very interesting so I guess between that first meeting at Starbucks versus I guess the end of the relationship how much did it change like versus what boundaries y'all set so it was very manipulative um which was something I couldn't really control because I didn't have much experience but um I also think that the person who introduced me to this was like had a situation that was very like rare i guess she was getting fifteen hundred dollars a week um her tuition paid like gifts constantly um and so that's kind of like what i was going into expecting and obviously that's not as realistic as most people would expect um and so i kind i think i asked for a thousand a week and um i did not end up getting that like but it's because I guess I didn't know what, what really he wanted from it based on that allowance. And so we figured out that we would do 250 a week and I would see him once a week. And then like texting and pictures and stuff and videos occasionally. Uh, and that was like enough for me because I was like, I don't want this to be like a full time job. I already have a job. I kind of it's just kind of like a small thing and like I was attracted to him genuinely like he wasn't ugly and he wasn't old. He was 33 what did he do? He was a um, entrepreneur. So he, he I mean, he, he lives in Hyde Park, has a two-bedroom apartment to himself. One bedroom's his office. Like, he's well off. He's basically self-employed and does, basically, he has these ideas that are based in AI. Um, so his idea that he was working on at the time that I saw him was to implement, well, okay, 
one thing that was interesting was this the parking lot near Smoothie King. He like came up with this idea to have like the cameras have AI in them so that they can track the cars that come into the parking lot, tag each one of them, and then count the amount of time that they've been there and then notify someone when they've been there over the amount of time that they're allowed to be. So he's a snitch. So he's so he's a cop. Basically. Yeah, he's a cop. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. So he his idea that he was working on after that was to put AI in like Uber drivers and lift their cars and like have th- these AI systems like scan cars as they're like driving through parking lots or like just on the street and then like run the plates for like Amber Alert cars or like stolen vehicles. Um, so basically he was just implementing the surveillance state, which I was not a fan of, but I was like, whatever, I don't really care. You're paying me. <laughs> Any comments on that? So all the surveillance stuff that he did, um, that scared me. Do you, yeah, it, I was going to ask, it's, did it, uh, it had like, it, it had an effect on me, like some kind of like, it gave me a lot of paranoia because he did know, like I invited him over a couple times, which I was advised not to do, but I'm stupid and I was lazy and I didn't want to go out all the time. Um, and so I was a little concerned about that, but really I kind of, I usually have the benefit of the doubt with people and I'm like, whatever, I don't really care. If he ever tried to do anything with me or to me or come to my apartment and threaten me, I mean, I live in a college apartment. Like it's not really that easy to do that to someone and like get into the building anyway. Like my building has like locked access anyway. So I don't know, like it kind of was... Still to this day, it's almost something that's, like, in the back of my mind. Um, I keep my blinds closed now. I don't know. It's it's something that's kind of eating at me at the back of my mind, but it's not really something that has taken over my... So, I must know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so I have to ask. So, what exactly happened? Like, how did the relationship end and... Did did it have like did y'all have a bad falling out to where you would be worried about him possibly spying on you? No. Well, okay. So we saw each other about once a week for about two two and a half months. Um, and I got my payments every Friday through Cash App. Um, and then one Friday, I didn't get it, and I was like, "Yo, what's up?" And he kind of like was being really shady. Um, and he like still wanted to see me the next day and I was like bro like you didn't send the money I'm not coming like exactly like it's transactional yeah Yeah. and so that's something he never really liked and he was like I don't want this to be transactional he would say that and I was like okay you're paying for sex like that it's inherently transactional like I'm 20 (laughs) (laughs) I was 20 at the time like before I even turned 21 and uh he kind of just really wanted me to be in love with him and like although he wasn't ugly and he was not boring he had an interesting life and we had interesting conversations I would talk about like my life he would compliment me and be like you're clearly so smart you're gonna go places in life like he was supportive in some ways but I know deep down he hates women and he hates that he is not someone's ideal man like his if you get what i'm saying yeah misogyny is a big yikes yeah no like so things would happen like i wouldn't i would be like i can't come over tonight i'm really sorry can we do like tuesday or like like i would even do like weekdays i was like i'm sorry like i felt bad and he would be like he would get very angry and be like or no 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 one time i asked if we could raise the allowance 
after like two months, I think I asked that. And he got very upset with me. And he was like, I don't, I don't like that you've asked me this. I, I don't remember exactly what he said. I've deleted the text since then because like I don't really care anymore. But he got very angry and then he would like lash out at me and be like, just say really hurtful things that I know were completely opposite to what he really thought about me because he would constantly text me and like, wait till I get to the end of this story. It's ridiculous. But he would kind of just say things that a man would say to a woman that he's very angry with, but really, really loves. Aww. Like, he, ah! you know, like where you lash out just saying the most irrational thing that you you want to hurt that person so bad because like what, what they're doing is hurting you. And like, that was just very obviously like coming from a point of insecurity and it didn't affect me. Like, that's, that's why it didn't affect me, because I was like, okay, you clearly don't mean these things. Like, you tell me I'm beautiful constantly. I really don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty much probably the only person you're having sex with. You're just mad. <laughs> Sorry. It sounds like the end of a high school relationship. He yeah. was very immature emotionally, yeah. Just, uh, I don't know. But, yeah, basically when I, he, we, I, I remember this one time I was at his place, and uh, he told me, like we were we were making out and I and we like stopped for a second and I was like what and he was like I I think I love you ah! and I was like oh. and he was like I really like you I might even love you and I was like okay um and I didn't really know what to say and I was like so what does that mean and he was like I don't think that we should do this anymore like I don't want to pay you anymore I want more than that and I was like okay and like I couldn't bring myself to defend myself completely in front of him and be like no no way absolutely not like I'm not doing this for free absolutely not so in person I was kind of like okay I mean we can talk about that later like I'll think about it over the weekend like I kind of just said whatever and I was like I'm leaving as soon as I can because this is over like this is over at this point if he thinks that he can get away with like not paying me um, and so I left and he like kept texting me over, over the weekend. And I was like, I'm sorry, but I'm not, if you can't afford this right now, we can do this later when you can afford it. But, um, cause originally like when we started talking and I talked to him about my allowance that I wanted, he was like, okay, I'm self-employed right now, but I, I've been looking for like jobs that are more stable and I'd be willing to like get another job basically. And I was like, Okay. Cool. Damn. Like he was saying all these things that he was wanting to do, but at the same time, when it was really like time to be like, okay, well, what are what are we doing here? He really didn't. At the end of the day, didn't want to pay me, um, and that was a big issue, obviously. Yeah. Um, and so I left, and I was texting him. I was just like, yeah, I'm sorry, but like, if you can afford this later, like, I'd be happy for you to reach out to me. But I'd prefer if you didn't contact me until then. Like, I'm not. I'm not gonna do this. I'm sorry. Um, and he goes. He responds, oh, I can afford it. You're just not worth it. So it's like things like this, like, ah. like, dude, I'm worth it. Okay. Like I've, I, I know that 100%. Like you don't have to, no, I'm not taking your opinion on this. You're just mad. So I'm so glad Ho's we don't mad. have to reinforce Literally, that. Like hoes are mad. Okay. Like as <laughs> Rihanna once said, bitch better have my money. Yes. And so that was like the ending point for me. And like, I blocked his number cause I was like, this isn't going anywhere. Um, but one funny thing I remembered about this was like, he would just do the weirdest shit. Like he would, he sent me a picture of him doing the splits in his 
whitey tighties. Middle splits or side splits? Middle splits. Middle, could, <laughs> like, wait, could like, camera, like camera straight in front of him and he's like on, like leaning on his elbows with his like hands on his chin, like posing for the camera for the self timer. Yeah, the, yeah, I've seen anime bitches do that. No, and he was like really into me because he was into like this weird Japanese martial art and like, I guess he thought we were like soulmates because of that. Cause I'm studying Japanese and I was like, bro, I really could care. Oh, Aikido. That's what he did. It's like a Japanese martial art. So could he actually do the full middle split? Mm-hmm. That is very impressive. That is insanely impressive. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, I feel like we have to give credit where credit's due, but other than that, it sounds like, so I guess, was it pleasant in the beginning? And then after like two and a half, I three think months? I was, I think I was tricking myself into saying that it was pleasant. Um, but the conversations were kind of rough. Like I, they got better towards the end, but he's a little bit socially awkward. I'm pretty outgoing. I feel like once I get to know someone and like it was, so I can kind of like talk to someone about anything. So that was like that made it easier I guess but like he didn't provide much so it was kind of hard like every time I'd be like okay so how have you been like how was your weekend how's your project going and it was kind of like him just talking about like his AI shit and I, I mean I can't understand that fully so and we would basically just like sit on his couch and he would make me drinks and I was like so it was almost like I was like whatever I'm going over there I'm gonna get like tipsy and then I'm gonna have sex with him and then I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna get paid for it so it was it, it did feel like a chore um for the most part um which I didn't expect it not to uh but after a while yeah it was just like I I'm so tired of this being so wishy-washy and like going back and forth and like knowing deep down he's probably not gonna pay me eventually and I don't care and like so I blocked his number uh, he tried to reach out to me on Snapchat after that, and I was like, dude, no. Blocked him. Um, and this was also, like, right around the time I started seeing the guy who's now my boyfriend. So I was really not interested. Um, and my boyfriend knows about it all, and I was like, look, this guy's trying to contact me still. I just want you to know, like, I'm not interested in that anymore. I'm not doing that anymore. Um, not that I'm ashamed of it at all. A lot of my friends kind of, like... <sighs> kind of, like, shamed me in the way that they were like, I'm scared for you, like this is dangerous. And I'm like, I, okay. Do you think they were scared for you just because you were a sugar baby or because of the like sugar daddy that you had? I mean, he was very non-threatening. So <laughs> <laughs> like probably the most non-threatening, except for the fact that he's like does martial arts. But like, I did not, I have a very like acute sense of when I need to be scared. And I genuinely was never scared. Um, I always knew I could leave whenever I wanted to. I never felt like constrained to be there. I never felt like he was going to follow me. I never felt like he was going to track me down. Like, I feel like I have a general common sense in that area. Um, I think some of my friends were kind of just, it was out of left field for me to be fair. So, um, so it's do not you think absurd. That they just made a lot of assumptions. Do you think it would have been better if, you know, you sat down and talked with them about it or? Yeah, I guess I just kind of felt uncomfortable talking about it with most people considering like it never really seemed like something I would do. Um, and I kept it from like my family and my sister who I'm very close with, obviously. Uh, they would have a big issue with that. But um, yeah, I don't know. I like talked to a couple of my friends about it and like some of them were like supportive and like 
wanted to know about it and then some were just like I'm kind of scared for you please be careful and I just felt like that was sort of condescending and I was like whatever um but most of those people I don't even talk to anymore anyway so they're those kind of friends fake friends anyways yeah, <laughs> yeah. There. um but Wait. after I blocked him oh I forgot to tell you something Wait, I just obviously I want to hear it okay so the funniest thing that he did was when he was having these issues he was very like nervous about the cash app payments and like how that would reflect on him and so he wanted me to fill out a 1099 which is an independent contractor tax form. You wanted your Bro. taxes to get on. <laughs> I like, we, I've been doing this podcast for a year and a half and I have never heard anything like that. That yeah. is absurd. I was laughing my ass off. I was like, I'm not fucking doing that. Like you're absolutely out oh of my your God. mind. Wait, do you think he tried to file you as like a dependent or like <laughs> something no he's idea. paying in his and like, i'm kind taxes. of that's also something that kind of gives me like some paranoia because he does seem like kind of the petty like a petty asshole who would do some shit like that it's like taxis like, and i like, hope the irs like, doesn't no, come after I know, you like, you know that meme where like the like on twitter people were like gonna were like i'm gonna call the irs on your whatever they were doing that to sex workers and so mm -hmm. i i mean if he did what whatever i'll deal with it but I'm not going to worry about it now. Uh, well, if he does, my mom's a CPA. Okay, great. <laughs> so. Yeah, the other thing is, like, you weren't, it's not like you were making a fuck ton of money from this guy. Like, yeah. you were getting paid two fifty a week for two months. So it's not yeah. like you were rolling in dough or anything mm -hmm. like that. Um, yeah. That is, that, <laughs> that's insane to which me. Was, which was also why it was so insane. Because I, I was like, it's not like you're, like, blowing two grand a week on me. Like, dude, it's really not that serious. Like, no one, like. The IRS is not going to look at your cash app that intently. And he would he would be like his payment would be like for medicine or like um, school supplies or like some shit like that. Like very, very like vague things that could never really be. I mean, who knows? Some people could see that as suspect, but I don't know. Um, yeah. And then so, yeah, I blocked him and then he would like he kept like sending me like he sent me forty dollars on cash app and the comment the comment was like f for a question like he wanted me to unblock him and like text him so he was sending me money and then he sent me twenty dollars ne the next week and was like please talk to me and then sent me like one dollar a couple times and I was like I know I'm I didn't feel like I'm obligated to tell him I have a boyfriend now um and I don't really care to tell him he doesn't deserve to know that and so I just ignored it and then last week, I got a text from a random number saying, do you still SB? And I said, who is this? And he was like, just thought like after some time for both of us to cool off, like we could consider this again. It's like, dude, no. All I said was, I'm sorry, I'm not interested. And then I blocked that number. But like, did he get a new number? Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say that's so really creepy. Me? Like, I don't know. Maybe he like used someone else's phone. Maybe... It has some app where you can text from a different phone. I don't know. I didn't try to overthink it because I really don't care. And hopefully he'll give it up after a while. But Bro, yeah. I think... Or actually not, I think. So this is the definition of harassment. <laughs> we uh, need to stop minimize, like, saying, like, oh, it's just, you know, him being obsessed with me, like... Yeah. All that. I feel like if men are doing those creepy things, like, you're not... You're probably not the first, and it looks like you're not going to be the last. If he reached out to you again, would you consider reporting it? 
Probably, yeah. I mean, that just never came to my mind because I don't really know how he texted me. Um, it doesn't matter how. Yeah. Like, I've I've thoroughly like Facebook stalked somebody, but that's like the actual like definition of stalking. If he's not letting you live your life anymore, yeah. Like the contract's over. Yeah. I mean, I guess he. I guess he wanted to just ask if, like, I was still open to it, so I guess that's why I didn't consider it, like, super crazy, but if if he goes out of his way again after I've, I've blocked that number, too, then, yeah, I would be like, okay, this is not okay, I need to do something about this, but, um, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to, like, even understand what kind of services are even out there to, like, prevent that, or, I don't know. Yeah, um... My freshman year of college, I took like a, a human sexuality class and we talked about stalking and I, this might have changed and I might have it wrong, but I'm pretty sure that stalking isn't technically a crime in the state of Texas. So they can't actually arrest anybody for stalking, but you can make reports and keep documentation of every time somebody is stalking you or, or harassing you. And so that way later on, if they actually like attempt anything, you have all of this like to back it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. records and stuff to back it up. And then they can get in trouble for that. But I don't think like stalking itself is an actual crime. No, no, but um harassment definitely is. Let's Google it. We can do that right now. Let's let's use let's the internet. Sure. Yeah. Is this illegal? Wait, so a question that I have in the meantime and mm-hmm. um just a reminder, this is my first interview, so not sure what's okay and not okay to ask. So Shelby said I could ask whatever. So what came to my mind is, so this man can do the middle splits, right? Mm-hmm. Did he ever do some like weird shit with that in bed? He did not. Um, his dick game was pretty average. I was going to ask, how's the dick? It was kind of just typical. It wasn't crazy, but it was like not large. But like I figured that's why he like is 35 and paying for sex. Like that's not that old, right? Like... That's really not that old, no, and like he's the, not. And, and the way you're making it sound looking. like he could have. He's not bad looking. I think he just has a small dick. So, and I was like, I was like chilling there because I was like, I don't have to do much. Like I'm just sitting here. Obviously, our listeners will have no idea what this is, but just tell me when to stop. All right, there, probably. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. Bro, what? <laughs> yeah it was it was it was funny but like it was very easy to deep throat so you know if you have a small dick i'm sorry i do not mean to offend anybody in any way but oh my god (laughs) (laughs) it was it was really entertaining actually i mean it was so it was very easy i was in and out in under like an hour so with the drinks included Oh, wait, so is stalking illegal? Oh, okay. So in Texas, specifically, the law defines stalking as when someone knowingly engages in behavior that someone else would find threatening, Mm. and it would cause a reasonable person to be afraid. You seem like a reasonable person who's, you know, kind of afraid, so... Yeah, if it happens I'm not again, super afraid, but yeah, next time I'll be fucking afraid. So yeah, and we can we can like cut the legal part off, but like real real talk, real talk. Like if you're ever afraid, please let us know. Like I will. We can definitely help you. Aww, like thank you guys. Oh, don't put that in. But like seriously, <laughs> like I just want to make sure you're okay no, if this no, guy no. reaches I'm, out to you I'm again. Just, I'm totally okay. I like know I have people around me who will protect me. And like worst case, I'll tell my dad and he'll fucking kill this guy. So. Yeah, if I told my dad, like, anything, like, 
I could never unleash Mark on anybody. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, it looks like stalking is treated as a third-degree felony, which means it's often punishable with a prison sentence. And if convicted of another charge of stalking, it's considered to be a second-degree felony. So cool. I was wrong Good earlier. Good to know. So I guess I have a question. Do you guys think there's ever, like, situations where um, the guy thinks, like, the dick is so bomb that it's almost like the girls should be paying them for sex. Amelia was in a situation. We did an episode like that. The sugar daddy that she actually fell in love with, um, who was also a sex addict, was not paying any of these girls for, like who was like his sugar babies. He was just like, oh, I'm trying to find the right sugar baby. So he was having sex with all of these different women, but like not paying any of them just because he was addicted to sex. Ah! <laughs> sex addicts are so interesting to me. Um, but no, I don't think this guy was an addict, uh, or nor was his, nor was he probably even that confident in his dick game. I yeah, mean, and his dick game wasn't even strong. However, he did go down on me every time uh, before I did anything. What so that, that tongue do? It was good. Like I'll give him that. Ooh. So, Ooh. so like that's also that was also something that like kind of uh, you more know, important than the dick game it was, is what that tongue do. Exactly. So it was almost like okay, I'm gonna go over to his place, get free drinks, get eaten out, and then, like, do my thing and go home. So you, like, had a routine. So, honestly, that, like, sounds like a pretty good deal. Like, go over, like, get a little buzz, because I I know I could never do that sober. It sounds Uh like, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, just lean back, have him go down, and then zone the fuck out. (laughs) Yeah. Make bang. That's probably, probably not the healthiest way to go about it, but... In and out? No, that's how I rationalized it in my head. And, like, honestly, I remember distinctly when I first was talking about this with the girl who introduced me to it. I was like, you ha- you have sex with them? And she was like, yeah. I mean, it's not that bad. And I was like, oh, I mean, I could never do that. And then, like, <laughs> instantly I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to have to. I mean, I know there are some people who don't, but, I mean... How long is that going to last? Yeah, yeah. those are usually, like, very few and far between. Yeah, so um, I kind of reconciled the the reality of it, and I was like, yeah, I'm fine with this. I mean, I've hoed out plenty, so what's the difference? Yeah, I mean, a job's a job. Yeah. Yeah. I've had plenty of lame sex for free exactly, with that's stupid, what, so. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. That's what I was saying. I was like, I've had, I had sex with like my ex-boyfriend for like two years and bare like came like twice the whole time so this is much better than that already and i'm getting paid so i see no issue with it really damn and you're getting your pussy yeah i mean one of, one of my friend's ex-boyfriends didn't eat pussy oh and disgusting i just it's so so whack i just feel the need to share it on this podcast Those people shouldn't have rights i'm sorry true <laughs> men shouldn't be allowed to date unless they eat pussy <laughs> Um, yeah, but I guess, yeah, I don't know if I would ever do it again. It really depends on the person, though. Um, like, and also my boyfriend would never be okay with that. Well, which, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah that too. Yeah. I mean, some people's boyfriends probably have yeah, no problem we've, with we've it. We've had girls on the show whose boyfriends are totally fine with them being sugar babies. Um, but I also don't think it's unreasonable for yeah, somebody's yeah. boyfriend to not be okay with that. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I get, I probably, and also I don't think I could emotionally spread myself that thin with like 
and like it's not like I was that emotionally connected with this guy but it is like emotionally tolling on you and it's kind of like a second relationship yeah relationships are a full-time job and you're already a student you're hustling out here doing other shit and like he it went from like a side gig and then it started taking up too much of your time Mm -hmm. yeah because he just wanted more from me for less and I don't really yeah like I I already I have two jobs I don't have time for a third one really this man thought he had a punch card, and after he paid exactly. a certain amount of times, like, free pussy, like, the entitlement. That's what I felt, too, when um you were talking earlier about being on Tinder and how, like, a lot of people were offended when you told them that you were a sugar baby. It's mm-hmm. like, why would this 20-year-old girl be swiping right on you, a exactly. 40-year-old man? Like, because she's attracted to you? Absolutely not. It's because... You can probably afford to pay her bills, and that's what she needs, and she can have sex with you. Exactly. That was, like, a big thing that was concerning to me was, like, one, the people who would get, um, have, a like, a verse reaction to it, um, and then, two, the fact that there are, like, 75-year-old men who have their age range set down to 20. Ugh. Um, it's, like, I mean, it works both ways, but, like, it's very concerning. Like, especially the people who are 75 getting pissed off that you're asking about if they're open to being a sugar daddy and have their age range set down to 20. Like, you really think a 20-year-old's going to be you attracted to your wrinkly like, You know, you don't have to pay me. Just put me in the will and we'll call yeah. it a day. <sighs> and I'm sure you'd cash out soon enough. Probably. Also, the thought of 75-year-olds with Tinder, like, my mom doesn't even know how to open her Twitters, and exactly. she's 58, so I don't <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Bro, he might, he might not have swiped right on purpose. He might have just not known, like, what to do. I, like, asked, um, I asked my sugar daddy, I was, like, just curious, like, because he had never, he admitted, like, he had never uh, had a sugar baby before. Um, and I was like, why was your age range set to 20? You're 35. And he was like, I don't know. I mean, I thought, like, I didn't know it had settings. I was like, bro, they physically so, make you, ch- like, choose your settings when you create your account. So like, one, of my, one of my really good friends has his age range covering every age from 18 to 65. And I was trying to roast him about it in front of my mom. And my mom goes, he's just an equal opportunity, like, swiper. <laughs> and I was like mom (laughs) yeah it's it's interesting that's pretty much all i can think about the tax form was just the craziest thing to me yeah i mean do you have any more questions emily i have i have like one comment so Mm -hmm. going back to like the tinder age range thing it just reminded me of this really weird like anecdote story that i don't know is relevant or not so back when i was single uh most of college um, every year around the career fair or career expos for engineering, I would set my age range somewhere from like 27 to about like 50s, 60s. And I would purposely only swipe right on people who I could tell were from out of town, recruiters for companies like they're in expo. And I actually managed to get um, a recruiter at Apple to review my resume and like help me fix it up. And wow. Yeah, it's like, crazy. Yeah, yeah it it's, really helped me out. It's a tool for a lot more than you think it is. So Yeah, I always tell my friends, like, hey, guys, it's recruiting season. Make sure you change your Tinder age preferences. Uh-huh. That's hilarious. That's super cool. I would never think to do that, but that's really interesting. Yeah, well, I'm at Google now, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's so proud. As she should be. Cut, <laughs> cut that out. Maybe. <laughs> 
Um, all right. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it for this episode. Ashley, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I had a great time. Thank you guys for inviting me on. Oh, yeah. Ashley, reach out to us on Twitter and you can too at Candy Girl Pod or Instagram at Candy Girl Podcast. And we also have an email, Candy Girl Podcast at Outlook.com. Yeah, you should follow us on social media reach out to us we love to hear from you guys ashley is an example of that and we got to learn so much so uh really appreciate that bye (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're pretty fun to talk to so you might as well just slide into the dms but the candy girl dms not our actual dms or we will screenshot it (laughs) 